Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org slash donate. We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. When investors decided the stock in one of the biggest names in artificial intelligence was going to plummet, it appears they were dead wrong. I'm David Brancaccio in New York. NVIDIA stock is surging up 14% in pre-market trading now after the firm released better-than-expected quarterly results yesterday. The company is riding a wave of demand for its computer chips that are especially good at the intensive processing needed to train artificial intelligence systems. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer has more. NVIDIA reported fourth-quarter revenue of about $22 billion. That's up 265 percent from a year ago, much higher than analysts predicted. NVIDIA's CEO says demand for its chips is surging worldwide, outstripping supply and showing no signs of slowing. NVIDIA's biggest customers are tech giants like Microsoft, Meta, Amazon, and Google. They use NVIDIA chips to crunch data for the AI models they're developing. NVIDIA's sales to China could have been higher, though. They were hit by new limits the Biden administration imposed on U.S. exports to China. NVIDIA developed chips just for the Chinese market that comply with those limits. I'm Nancy Marshall-Genzer for Marketplace. In the two days leading up to these blockbuster results, many investors got the willies and it sold off NVIDIA stock. Sure, it was going to be a bust. The stock had fallen 8.5% over the last two days. Oh, well. A new poll from the nonprofit healthcare research group KFF finds that voters are laser focused on economic concerns right now, and that reflection on this topic is not making them very happy. About two thirds of voters rate the national economy as either not so good or poor. Among frustrations, the cost of everyday expenses, housing, and healthcare. Marketplace's Mitchell Hartman has that. Even though unemployment's low and the stock market's mostly been rising lately, we find economic concerns really at the top of voters' lists and healthcare costs playing a big role there. KFF's Ashley Kurzinger says here's what people are most worried about being able to afford unexpected medical bills, also just the general cost of healthcare services, families that have difficulty affording their bills each month. Two thirds of them say they're worried that a medical or dental bill would put them in debt. And even though inflation's moderating, some health-related costs are still rising a lot. Hospital, nursing home, and dental care are up 5 to 8% year-over-year. Non-prescription drugs are up more than 9%. Then there's health insurance, says Andrea Dukas at the Center for American Progress. Premiums have continued to grow. We've seen deductibles increase really dramatically since the advent of high-deductible health plans. 
the average worker's annual premium for employer-sponsored family health coverage rose more than 7.5% last year, according to KFF, to $6,575. I'm Mitchell Hartman for Marketplace. This Marketplace podcast is supported by Palo Alto Networks. As you innovate to transform your business in today's digital world, how do you stay secure? At Palo Alto Networks, our mission is to protect your digital way of life. Whether it's unprecedented opportunities or uncertainties with AI and whatever comes next, we continually deliver innovation to make each day safer and more secure than the one before. More at paloaltonetworks.com. U.S. carbon emissions fell. They declined by 1.8% in 2023, according to new data out this week from the Business Council for Sustainable Energy and Bloomberg. But as Marketplace's Henry Epp reports, there's still a long way to go to meet the climate goals of the U.S. and the world. Most of the reduction in emissions is coming from one place, says David Victor, a professor of innovation and public policy at UC San Diego. The power sector is doing almost all the work. And it's been doing that by generating electricity with a different fossil fuel. The really big impact has been gas competing with coal. Gas has gotten really cheap, so power companies are burning it instead of coal. But renewables, especially solar, wind, and battery storage, are playing larger roles in our energy mix, too. And they're also not as expensive as they used to be, says Melissa Lott, a professor at Columbia University's Climate School. It's also just economics. These technologies are cheap. These fuels are cheap. And so we're using more of them. Policy decisions to use cleaner energy at the federal, state, and local levels are a factor, too, Lot says. Recent policies, including the Inflation Reduction Act, but older ones, too. What we're seeing, I find really encouraging in that actions we've taken over the last decade, we're starting to see the impacts of those things. But power plant emissions are only one slice of the pie. The biggest slice is transportation, and emissions from cars, trucks, planes, and trains actually went up half a percent last year. There's an increase in flights, there's an increase in truck driving, but then also an increase in personal transport. Sonia Carley is a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. She says decarbonizing millions of personal vehicles is a lot harder than cutting emissions from the country's thousands of power plants. If you think about all of the vehicle fleets, they're owned by so many more people. It's such a it's a much more decentralized kind of decision making. But even though transportation emissions rose closer to pre-pandemic levels, they did not reach them, the report found. Lisa Jacobson takes that as a win. She's president of the Business Council for Sustainable Energy, which co-sponsored the report. And the fact that we didn't do that is a signal that we have more efficient vehicles and we have more electric vehicles on the market for consumers. Getting even more of them on the road will take time and money, she says. But tax breaks and other policies are already spurring investment. We can expect that investments we're making today are going to pay off in terms of emissions reductions into the future. And we'll need to speed up those reductions, Jacobson says, to reach the country's goals and prevent the worst effects of climate change. I'm Henry App for Marketplace. And sales for non-meats have been falling. Beyond Meat is trying to reverse this with a new formulation. There's news it's launching patties. 
and ground beef-ish particles with 60% less saturated fat and less salt. You'll see those on the shelves in the spring. In New York, I'm David Brancaccio, Marketplace Morning Report. APM, American Public Media.